right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 162. It looks like my label dropped off there. We're not going back in time to episode 16. Uh, this would be the wrong duo for that one. Uh, but yeah, episode 162 of the Fantasy Timeline, uh, member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network here. Uh, we're waiting on Josh to join us, but in the meantime, uh, Bill and I are ready to go. So Bill, how's, uh, how, how's a 1-0 start feel for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. 1-0 and uh, a few more leagues than I started 0-1. So, uh, you know, starting off at least in positive range. Uh, hey! Speak, speak um, of the devil. Running late. Three minutes. We are expected to be like a quarter of an hour. Um, uh, I, I thought it might be, but ended up not. Priorities. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. No, it started out pretty well. Um, just, uh, you know, it's just the start of the season. There's a lot of things that well, I'm sure we'll be talking about this week that we have to kind of uh, meander through to, uh, you know, have have a successful season this year. So Nothing important happened, right? No. No, no. no. So just Josh, the first just, data uh... points of the year, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Josh, how are you doing? Uh, you you guys are living the you know probably a lot of one and zero in fantasy, but also one and zero in real life too. I'm the odd man out here when it comes to you know re the real I, footballs. I, mean, I wasn't gonna bring that up. I mean, I'm not that kind of person. You all know me very well. Um, I would not bring up your pain, Drew. But what the hell happened? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. But uh, Bill. You and your Detroit Lions started us off game number one. Whew. Yeah, this I mean, it was an ugly game. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be, like, uh, you know, out here celebrating that. But, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. But, like, there was reasons that they won. Um, you know, Chris what? Jones not playing, Kelsey not playing. That's, you know, I mean, you Mahomes still looks like Mahomes. Um, but the, the, the Lions did win. I was impressed that their defense stepped up. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, yeah it's a, it's exciting to get a win, especially against the Super Bowl champs. So so you um, and your Lions started the week off, big win. Yeah. And then we we ended the Sunday slate, um, big win. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the most boring game. Like, I mean, unless you're a Dallas fan, it was just a boring game. Oh, I, I had the Dallas defense in my redraft league, and that's the reason I won. <laughs> that's the reason a lot of people won. I was yeah. uh, projected to be way behind. And it's so funny because that first drive, I'm like, oh. God. Yeah, they look good. The this Giants look good, be, yeah. This is not going to be a good – as a Cowboys fan, oh, this is not going to be a good night. And then – Block a block field goal, mm. run it back. All right, you're excited, but whatever. Like that's a fluke thing. Like that that doesn't happen every week. But then you get the the pick six, and you're like, oh wait a minute, this yeah. This and then the game something. plan was just out. Uh, like, they, the Giants didn't know what to do at that point. They're just done. like, oh fuck. The game the game plan was run, but once you're down two touchdowns, what six minutes into the game. Eight minutes into the game, you're screwed. The run is, you know, yeah, that's the, over. The run is is done. So, and and Drew, you know, that was that was a weird game. Like, right I was 
I was half expecting us after we tied the field goal off the upright. I was half expecting us to lose it on the ensuing kickoff. I did not <laughs> see the first punt of overtime doing it. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was a wild game, and yeah, we'll we'll move past it. But uh, AFC East man is no joke. Oh, dude, that that might be the best division in football. I'm I pretty, mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Like, like I'm sure yeah. somebody will, will jump into the DMs and tell me some other division. But like, e- even the Patriots really should have won that game. Like, let's let's yeah. keep it a buck. I mean, I live, you know, right outside of Philadelphia, but like, let's keep it a buck. I mean, if they, I mean, honestly, if they had a wide receiver not named Hunter Henry, and I know he plays tight end, but he was he was the only dude that looked like he was worth a damn out there. Like, they want they win that game. Like Kendrick Bourne, bro. Okay, Kendrick Bourne again. He actually looks good. I thought. He he looked good, but that's like one of those things where it's like we it's Kendrick Bourne because we ain't got nobody else, and I know people one hundred percent, yeah, Juju and all, but dude, it was. I mean, Hunter Henry was the only guy out there that I was like, oh wow, he he looks good, and and Mac Jones obviously, but like, uh, <laughs> Mac Jones, but nah, man. I mean, week one, like we've been waiting for this fantasy wise since what late December, early January, and just real football-wise since the middle of February. So it's like, yeah, obviously, it's nice to have it back. You oh, know, so obviously, good. it feels a little bit better for Bill and I because our real teams won. But, like, Drew, I think you can even admit, you know, tough loss, obviously. But, but he had still... a big win in uh, Timeline OG. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. I would trade it. Trade it in a heartbeat. <laughs> timeline OG, man. Oof. We, uh, to be clear, Drew beat uh, beat Josh and I. So yeah, we got we got <laughs> with Justin Fields in my lineup. I mean, it didn't help that like you know Joe Burrow just out mm-hmm. to lunch. Uh, you know, I feel like you know most of our team out to lunch. So yeah, he, he has all those stacks in his uh, in his pants or something. He couldn't move around or something. I don't know. Oh no, man! The between the weather and I think he's still kind of recovering from that injury a little bit. Totally. It was, it was bad business. But all right. Let's stop let's stop talking about our our teams, our personal wins here and yeah. let's uh let's get into some some good and some bad and some ugly and since uh I was a little late and I was hoping to determine an order before we jumped on Bill, we'll start with you. What what was your good from week one? So my good was the uh, rookie tight ends. Um, I think that it was, uh, you know, the the there's I would say there's a big four tight rookie tight ends. Um, if you include uh, Michael Mayer um, <laughs> along with Musgrave, Kincaid, and Laporta, yeah, um, three of the four of them ran seventy five percent of the routes. Um, so as a rookie first game in the NFL to be able to be out there for, um, for that much to contribute. Um, it shows that they're going to have a role and have a role, you know, long-term. Um, and that's Kincaid, Laporta and, uh, Musgrave, uh, those three. So, uh, Mayer didn't do much. I don't even think he was targeted. Um, 
So, but he's, he really wasn't getting steam like the other three were, you know, during the preseason and stuff like that. So um, I think they only targeted the tight end one time, uh, the Raiders. Um, so, and it was to Hooper. So, um, and yeah. Uh, so it's exciting if you have any of those three uh, tight ends, you know, because tight end in general is just such a like dumpster fire. Like if, I mean, when you look, if you look up at the top, like Hawkinson's the only guy like yeah. that's what you consider one of the higher ends that actually did okay. Um, you know, we had two major injuries. Um, yeah. You know, Kelsey and uh, and Andrews not playing, and it just it's a tough spot. So just to have some young players that there's some promise to, you know, like oh maybe these. Maybe this is finally the year because every year we get excited about these tight ends. And, um, you know, I think that the NFL is, you know, you see the younger guys producing sooner. So maybe it's finally catching up to the tight ends a little bit um, in the same regard. That's awesome. I love that one. Drew, give us your good from week one. Man, I totally forgot we committed to doing this. Uh, You're the one that committed, bro. (laughs) Not to the good bad. (laughs) Let me pull this up. Let's look at the receipts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah I, I would say the first one that comes to mind for me is I, I love seeing Calvin Ridley come back uh, with his his first game. That first half was so good. I, I, yeah. I, I just said I forgot. I didn't say I, I started at all. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, his first half and almost 100 yards touchdown. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year for him as long as he, uh, you know, stay healthy and stuff, but it, it doesn't look like he's lost anything from what we saw, you know, in his last few games in Atlanta before uh, he got uh, injured and then suspended and all that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah he looked awesome, man. So that, that was a, that's actually a really good one. Like he truly looks like an alpha out there. So like, he's just so open, like, so, you know, and we've seen so many guys whose skills just diminish when they miss. And then there's a f- those few guys like Chase, you know, like that are just those elite, elite players that you got to stop doubting that. You know, if they're an elite player, mm-hmm. maybe we should, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are undervaluing the return. And I think that's somewhere that's like an inefficiency that we need to, uh, you know, keep in mind, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll tell a little, a quick little Calvin Ridley story. Uh, my oldest who is nine, going to be 10 next month, drafted his first fantasy team by himself. This is a redraft. And Calvin Ridley is his wide receiver too. And his first round pick was Christian McCaffrey. So, his team was the highest scoring team uh, for this week. And he had Patrick Mahomes who had, by Patrick Mahomes standards, a very pedestrian game. So, I mean, he, he uh, is looking up for him. He uh, he drafted a team and uh, they they rocked it this week. And Calvin Ridley was a, a big catalyst on that. So, uh, big up to him. my boy. Who, That's uh, awesome. Who's, who's doing it already at nine years old. But um, Better than us. Dude. It's gonna Especially, be. He's gonna be. Need to be our uh, new co-host. Yep. 
Don't worry, Drew, Drew and I are, are in a safe league where our starting quarterbacks were Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. So we uh, we we feel that pain. Um, but my good, and it's a general good, is that football's back. We talked about it already. Football is here. There's no more, hey, let's get this guy on the hope and dream that he might be good and let you we're getting the data now. We're get we're we're figuring out were those offseason trades right? Were we idiots? Were we geniuses? And we just get to watch football too on top of that. I mean, tomorrow we got Vikings Eagles, man. That's gonna be a good game. I know the Vikings oh. got upset by the by the Bucks, even though now you know, post game, everybody apparently picked the Buccaneers in that game. But you know, before the game, not a lot need those receipts. Need to see those receipts. Seriously, yeah, I keep the receipts. But you know, I'm just I'm just happy that it's back. It's good. It, it hits my soul in the right way. So that's yeah. my good. I'm, I we'll loop this. We'll do this like a little snake draft here. My bad. And. and Drew may not agree with me on this. Aaron Rodgers going down, man. Four plays into into the damn thing, and I, you know, Jets Nation, they they are you know having a sad day. You know, pe- people on ESPN talking about you know, who who can they pick up off the street that'll be better than Zach Wilson? RG3 even dropped his own name. He's trying to get a job apparently. That was I guess, really funny. I guess ESPN ain't paying that that bucks <laughs> like that, you know. And the the sad part of the matter is there ain't nobody on the street that is going to put you back into playoff contention, you know. So you got Zach Wilson. That that's who you're rolling with for the rest of the year. Jesse Trick. Jesse said, "Trade for Lance. Yes, give the Dallas Cowboys a second for Trey Lance, and let's just make a quick profit like we like to do in fantasy, right? Make those quick profits and have a guy on our team for a week and quick profit." Are we sure Lance is better than Zach Wilson? We we're not. We're. we're I mean, listen. We're I mean, not. I I believe he is, but are we sure? You know, like. Well, is he? A lot, of, a lot of this happened today, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Corey, I mean, you have to, right? Like, Corey, Corey's in a in the uh, Dynasty Junkies um, chat with us, and I told them that in my division, uh, Zach Wilson got picked up for fifty one dollars. The funniest part about that, though, when the guy made a comment, he made a good nature comment about it. The five people bid on him. The second highest bid was ten bucks. So he said, I could have had him for 11 bucks. Good yeah, to know. You gotta, you, but you can't risk it. Yeah. You know? But, you know, like you said, if Aaron Rodgers was, you know, you drafted him in the SFB, he's one of your main guys. He's your first or he's your second quarterback. And fantasy wise, I think a lot of teams are hurting now, too, because Aaron Rodgers was probably that QB2 in a super flex that had QB1 upside because he's throwing to Garrett Wilson. And he's got his boy Lazard, and he got his boy Cobb, and they got me Cole Hardman out there for a little bit of speed. Like you're like okay, like A Rod has like top twelve upside, you know. And now it's like you know, depending on what your depth is, you might be like, oh, now I'm now I'm rolling out Baker Mayfield. Now now I'm rolling out, you know, insert you know, 
quarterback 22 to 35 in into this statement. So um that sucks. And, and after yeah, Rex Rex Garrett I'm here for this too. If because I get somebody who it. wants to discount Garrett Wilson because of this, I'm all over that. Because let's face it, Garrett Wilson his his day sucks if he doesn't make that miracle touchdown catch. <laughs> like, like he was, I think, six for thirty-five with a touchdown. Like, if he if you take that touchdown away and it's six for thirty-five, even in PPR, you're like, this is not what I wanted from Garrett Wilson. So, yeah, that's just that's just a bad. I feel for everyone involved. All right, Drew, hit us with your bad for week. Week one. Gonna Jesse, you're gonna have to close your ears here for a second, bud. But uh Josh Allen was bad on Monday night. Four turnovers. Um, gosh, thrown in double coverage, overthrown his receiver by 10 yards. Um, you know, that fumble. He got he had a chance to pick it up and just fall on it, wanted to do too much. I saw a lot of people tweeting, you know, we, we got 2018 Josh Allen back, which it, it looked like a flashback um to five years ago so hopefully hopefully he bounces back this week and hopefully the coaching staff can work through that with him and we'll we'll get back on track but you know when you think about um you know people who took josh allen probably as their first pick in you know whether it's sfb or startups or you know maybe you traded a boatload to get him this year because you were an elite quarterback away from dominating your league and this is what he goes out and does um you know, you can say all you want about Joe Burrow and where he was, but you look at a, a, a team that they should have beaten pretty well. Uh, not that the Jets are going to be easy. That defense is really good, but man, that was that was tough to watch uh, Monday night. Is good thing I had my beer goggles on for most of that. <laughs> so yeah, so he, before- lo- he looked he looked like that playoff Josh Allen from yeah. his uh, second yeah, year, was Titans. it? Yeah, where, like I mean, where he just had that gloss look, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was bad. Like, you know, I I felt bad for him in that playoff game where it was just like everything was just going so fast for him. Like he yeah. just couldn't process quick enough. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that this is exactly like he almost couldn't control his body because it was just like things were just his head was just not in it, and it it, it felt very similar. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, before we we shoot it to Bill, if I can maybe put some uh, put put a silver lining on this cloud, Josh Allen's two worst games from last year were both against the Jets. So it could just be you know it's a divisional thing. Robert Sala gets a little juiced up. He gets that defense rolled in, and you know sometimes a team just has your number. I mean. We, we yeah, all see the same in, in division. You see it same all. Same guy got all three picks, right? So you know they were looking at something, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's it's like that with the Commanders and the NFC East. No matter if they're ten and six or two and fourteen, man, they just somehow they play every division game hard. They make you sweat, whether they're supposed to or not. I know Bill, and you know, in the uh, NFC North, you know. There's probably a team that you know is the Lions, kind of Achilles' heel, whether they're yeah, good or it's bad. The other three teams. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> not, this year, baby. The, not this year. Not this year. This year we're going six zero in division. That's Let's right. Go. 
Let's That's go. That's right. So I, I just wanted to put that silver lining on the cloud. That I appreciate I that, Josh. Brighter days are ahead for Joshua Allen. So just a little bit at like I'm a little nervous about Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be honest, like I think he's incredible, but I also question if Dable has like a magic touch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, is he just the kind of guy who can prop up a player and now that he like he leaves um you know he wasn't quite the same last year but he was also hurt and right. i've talked to different di- you know like fantasy analysts about this and they all tell me i'm overthinking it right um but i'm not sure i'm overthinking it like i mean maybe i'm overweighing that you know what i mean but i don't know but there's a little bit of concern that you need to have that play caller that just you know calls it based on your strengths and, yeah. and maybe the new i don't even know who the off, new offensive coordinator is now but maybe he's calling things that are a little too complex you know or, or something like that for josh and um you know he's just not quite grasping the system or it was just injuries and it was like you said it's just a matchup thing and right uh hopefully that's the case you know um yeah. because i think all of us with josh allen on their teams want to see elite qb play but I mean, uh, I I won a league uh, that Drew and I are in with Josh Allen on my team, and I, I don't quite know how that happened uh, because I mean, uh, it, to be honest, that's the whole that's the whole thing this this year. Like, yeah. there's a lot of elite quarterbacks that struggled, and because yeah. they don't play in the preseason, so and yeah, that's another thing, you know, yeah. and, and weather. You know, if, if I wanted to have an honorable mention for bad this week, you know, weather. I mean, you yeah. saw it in, you know, Philly, New England. We saw it Dallas versus New York Giants. We saw it um, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. We, we saw it in all these games where weather was kind of making things look a little bit uglier than maybe they needed to. But, um, you know, that's that. But Bill, hit us, hit us with your bad for so my bad or week one. Sorry. Yeah, my bad is if like so I have to qualify this. Like if you look at how like his statistics, they're not terrible. But mm-hmm. uh, Justin Fields is my bad because he doesn't look like he's improved, uh, and that's my concern. Right. So fantasy wise, he's going to be adequate. You know, he might. Mm-hmm. Put, he's going to have some good games. He's going to have all that. But at one time, we loved Jameis Winston. And what's Jameis Winston done in the last three years? And, and so that's my concern. So, like, if we don't see a market improvement in the next few weeks, like, and he's still scoring fantasy points, I'm really considering moving him off of my teams because you got to get rid of a player like that before they lose their value. And mm-hmm. And and that's my concern because they they have a bunch of picks next year, um, they can they can trade up to one if they're not there, um, you know if they they want to because they got a bunch of bunch from uh, Carolina so um, you know that that's my biggest thing my biggest concern and probably just the Bears in general at this point like DJ Moore got two targets five percent target share like it's just crazy low so. Um, yeah, Fields is just a real a guy I'm really worried about. Um, 
I only have him in a redraft league, so I'm, you know, it's a little easier to deal with that. But like in Dynasty, I'd be sweating if he's on my roster right now. And Drew Thanks. could probably speak to that Thanks. more because you have Thanks. him everywhere, right? I have him in a lot of places, including the OG league, where it will only be him and Mahomes now that Rodgers is hurt. Now, and are you on the same page as me? And are you have a concern that way? Like, cause I kind of had this with DeAndre Swift. There's certain players where it's like, man, it's this is a make or break year. So like the value is either if he has a good year, it's gonna go up what 20%. But if he has a bad year, it's gonna go down wow. to I don't know how much higher can 80%. go. I mean, in, in startups, he's going as, what, the QB, like, five or six in a lot of startups. Yeah, probably, I would say in the five saying, to eight range for for the most part, yeah. So I don't I don't see him cracking the top five uh, on a regular basis, even if it's... I mean, if he can run like he runs and he becomes a good passer, then he's a top three quarterback, I think. But that's a big if, if he becomes yeah. a passer. So, yeah. like, he real, but he only has five draft spots to move up basically. Yeah. So um, is yeah. that something that you're concerned about or something you're keeping an eye on? Um, uh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If he, if you can have another, it, it's a weird spot, right? Cause if he has, let's say in the next two to three weeks, he has one of the, he has a clean game. He gets 80 yards rushing, rushes a touchdown. And all of a sudden he's, you know, maybe, maybe the QB one for a week. You still have to kind of wait and see, or you have to make that prediction and just say, Hey, you know, you're, you want to cash out, like playing the stock market a little bit, you know, this, this got to an acceptable level for value. Let me cash out and I'll live with, if the value goes up a little bit more, that's fine. Um, but I, I think uh, I would rather uh, try to get what I can, if I can get close to market value in the next couple of weeks here, especially if he has a, a spike week and then, yeah, I mean, trade out like in, in OG, if I could get, um, you know, a, a a steadier QB two to go with Mahomes, and possibly even like a, a throw in QB three or something like that. Somebody who somebody thinks is washed, uh, or if I can get a piece that I can package with another part to get another QB three, um, yeah, I'd be open to that. So, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't feel as confident. You know, I'm, I'm certainly there's a big difference between you know how we feel about a bad game from Josh Allen at this point. I don't think he'll ever have the the type of decline that you're worried about with uh, a Justin Fields. Unfortunately, Fields doesn't establish himself as elite yet. So uh, if you can get some sort of elite return for him, I think, uh, especially if you've got as many shares as I think Josh and I do between our leagues, I think there's some uh, some definite reasons to divest a little bit there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, sometimes I might be willing to, like, go – like, if I – let's say I had four, um, four shares of them in my leagues or whatever, I might be really motivated to at least get rid of a, one or two um, early – and then try, you know, cause you don't yep. want to like, and if you lose, you still got other, you're trading for good players, you know? So it's yep. not like it's going to destroy your team or anything. It's just, uh, you know, yep. you're That's give, the whole giving Jim up a, like a risky asset basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. Enough shares, take a little profit off the top. You can always get back in lower if you want to. And then you hold on to a couple in case he does go to the moon. And then you still have those uh, teams that are, are going to be in really good spot there. Yeah. All right. Man, I, know only, I know it's only one game, but he's kind of blown up my, you know, get that wide receiver one in there and watch a guy blow up. I mean, we saw with Jalen Hurts when it's AJ Brown got to town. We're kind of seeing it. And I know Trevor Lawrence had a great season last year, but we're kind of seeing it so far with Calvin Ridley kind of 
taking that offense to another level. You know, I, I understand that they had to claw their way back to beat the Colts, but, you know, that fourth quarter magic was kind of doable because you have a Calvin Ridley on the field. So, yeah, it's one game, and we don't want to get too, you know, we don't want to bury Justin Fields now. But I agree with you. That was that game was worrisome. I mean, I and I'm a big Justin Fields guy, and I was like, I'm worried. Yeah, it's it's just that you know he didn't show improvement. Like that, like to me, nothing changed from last year to this year in yeah. regards to his passing. Like he still holds on to the ball forever. Um, was that Pat Thorman said <laughs> that he takes more sacks than Jenna Jameson? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Some of y'all are too young to, to understand that. Right? Yeah, they somebody responded, "Wow, you're really showing your age with that one." You know. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, we're into the classics, all right? Uh, but no, man, I agree with you. I, I saw that too, and I was kind of like, I didn't know if I was overreacting with the worry. Now, you know, I'm not ready to, to, to throw the guy in the trash, but like, but I'm glad you kind of have the worry too. You know, obviously, you're not burying him, you're not calling him done, you know, but it's like, hey, we got to keep an eye on this. I mean, that's always how I play, though, right? Like, I remember I made the comment about Swift a few years ago, and I think Rocky called me out going, oh, we're getting, we're worried about 24-year-old or 23-year-old running backs. I'm like, it's not about the age. I'm not saying he's too old. I'm not saying any of that. It's just that there's points in players' careers, particularly in fantasy, where the risk is much greater than the reward, and you right. have to figure out if it's – worth it to you to hold them on your roster um and he's just one of those guys that's entered that uh, area for me um i'm sure there's other players i'll i could think of but uh he's and the I one that's agree. really at the top of my head uh, and I'll, I'll agree with you before we throw to drew this whole game is about trying to figure out the sweet spot like when is this guy at max value or when is this guy going to be worth completely nothing? You know, those are usually like our two points when we're trying to, you know, figure out a trade or something like, oh, does this guy have one more year? It's kind of like Zeke Elliott, right? Like a couple of years ago, you could have traded him and probably gotten like a decent haul. And like last year, I was like, All right, Zeke, is, Zeke is done. And then sure enough, you know, the Cowboys cut him and now he's, you know, second fiddle to Ramondre in New England. And now if you're like, hey, I have Ezekiel Elliott, someone's like, cool, like maybe I'll give you a third. And two years ago, you could have gotten maybe a first. So, But the difference is like you you still got all those points from him. Yeah. He had that sure. safety net of being a contributor, yeah. um, you know, and you probably had him for years before that, you know, yeah. and yeah. most people – and then when it got down to where he was worth a second, well, it's like, well, I'll just hold on to him and get the touchdowns or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, not yeah. to drag up, you know, last two weeks, but similar like the the Trey Lance roller coaster, right? People were holding yeah. on to that promise for a couple of years, and you you had a window until the end of last year where you probably could have gotten even fifty percent or sixty percent of market value, which would have been a first at least for mm -hmm. for him. And then the cliff happened, and now everybody that's got him is just holding on unless you can get something that, you know, makes you feel a little bit warm and fuzzy inside. 
um, which, yeah, that's, that's a risk you play with um, some of these guys that just don't make that leap uh, and show their potential in a consistent way. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. All right, I'll just I'll do my ugly real quick, and that's yeah. um, the Atlanta pass receivers, uh, the mm-hmm. or the the receivers, not the uh, running backs, the, the receivers. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. one target for London. I think it was three targets for uh, Pitts. Yeah. Matt Collins had four targets. Uh, you know, it's like what the fuck are we doing here? You draft two guys in the top ten, and you don't even use them. Like you can you. Fucking sign Laquan Treadwell. He's a great run blocking wide receiver. Like, I mean, if that's what you want, embrace it. Just have those kind of receivers. Why have these guys who you're not even going to utilize? And um, so that's concerning. I get it. You're limited by your quarterback, all that. But like, I mean, and your running game work and it's working. But like, I just, it drives me crazy that you spent two top 10 picks and you're not even utilizing them to their potential you know this this is the only thing i want to say about that because i I don't want to harp on this for too long i want to get to questions and all that other stuff but the falcons are are a hilarious team to me because year one of arthur smith they got the number four pick that that's the big quarterback draft we got trey lance we got trevor lawrence we got justin fields we got matt jones we got everybody and they go other taking kyle pitts Cool. Who's throwing Kyle Pitts the ball? Uh, somebody. Okay, cool. Next year, we got a top 10 pick. What are we going to do? We're going to get the quarterback, right? Well, none of the quarterbacks really go. Kenny Pickett goes at 20. Malik Willis doesn't go to the third. We're going to take Drake London. Well, who's going to throw him the ball? Marcus Mariota. Well, we're going to draft Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yeah. And have Marcus Mariota. Okay, year three. What are we going to do? Corey makes a really good point. Like, I mean, Pitts and London leave when it's a contract time. I mean, that's totally it, right? Are you, if you're Drake London, are you going to want to re-sign with them? Like, if I'm Drake London, I am begging my agent to trade me now. I, I, I'm going to do the Tyree Hill and I know he don't have nowhere near. You got to have some stats first. Yeah, like, how do you even prove it? Like you, you have no proof of concept here. Hey, listen, Trey Lance got out, and he ain't got no proof of concept either. Get me the fuck out. I don't care what you guys get. Like, because, and I know obviously the team is gonna say, yeah, well, we care what we get. Yeah, but I mean, he's not going anywhere. For it's sure. like, it's like, God, I would be, I would be calling my agent after every game to get me Like, tell him you caught me with drugs, like something, just like. Get me out of here so I can sign somewhere else because they got all of these guys that can catch the ball and they still haven't figured out that, like, you need someone to throw all those guys the ball. I I mean, Tyler Algier apparently is still a thing. I don't get between the offensive concept and the way they've drafted, those two things don't mesh. And that confuses the hell out of me. I mean, I guess the one thing is that I'm making this a big deal, but like, let's see what happens when they have to throw the ball. Like they they did not have to throw the ball to this last week. You know, like, I mean, they, they play Carolina. Carolina was doing pretty much nothing. They could just keep running the ball. They were pretty, they're quite efficient in their runs. So why are you going to change anything? And so like, 
maybe I'm overreacting after one week, and that's probably likely. But like, let's see what happens when they play a decent team that they're forced to, you know, pass a little bit more. Um, that's my. But if we see something where, uh, you know, they struggle again, then it's just going to drive me even crazier. And I'm going to have to start tanking in so many, so many of my leagues with Drake London. <laughs> like I have way, I have way too many Drake London. So. So Drew, um, hit us with your ugly. I'm actually trying to look up a certain stat right now. So hit us with your ugly. <laughs> oh man. I mean, we kind of touched on it already, but some of these elite quarterbacks, right. It was, it didn't want to be an elite quarterback this week. Uh, didn't really want to be a rookie quarterback unless you were Anthony Richardson, but they all still lost. Um, but, uh, yeah, some of these elite guys, whether it was Burrow, whether it was Lamar, um, Josh Allen, of course, who touched on, you know, rough week and rough stat lines for some of these guys. Uh, you know, a couple of them didn't even throw a touchdown, right? It's like we're paying you how many millions a year to play this position, and we're not getting the stat that you're responsible for. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the the upcoming weeks. You got to assume. Again, I think there's there's a lot of it that has to do with the the lack of preseason. I mean, they week one was like week four of preseason in a lot of ways. Whether yeah. it was the injuries that we saw happen to some of these guys that hadn't really gotten in game speed, or it was the rustiness and some of the the ugly plays and decision making, and you know, just not up to there's there's a match fitness and then there's just regular fitness, right? And that's what we see a lot of these guys. They may be world-class athletes. Now, I'm on, honestly, I was wondering what would happen with um, uh, with Nick Bosa when he came back, you know, as explosive as he is, you know, signing his deal just a few days before and not really going through a lot of uh, the team drills and stuff, perhaps. Um, we'll see what happens with Chris Jones this week. You know, some of these guys are just – you can be in great physical shape, but there is a difference when you get into a game scenario. Uh, and that that changes things. Yeah, uh, that that's a really good one. Um, I'll, I'll shoot my ugly out here. And um, in the chat, they were they were talking about a certain uh, X. We gotta call it X now, I guess. X handle that uh, sounds like axe handle, but X handle that. Um, likes to bring up when other people are wrong. You ain't need it for me because I'll bring bring it up when I'm wrong myself. I don't need nobody to do it for me. Uh, the ugly is Drew and I last week talking about who would be the guy to step up for the Chiefs uh, with Travis Kelsey being out. Drew went with, uh, I believe, Kadarius Tony. I went with Sky Moore. And neither one of us were right. So, I mean, listen. There was no right answer. If it ain't Travis Kelsey, don't do it to yourself. I actually put in uh, I put in Sky Moore in my uh, SFB team. Uh, I still ended up going one and one. But, uh, you know, yeah. It, that was I will give you credit, though. I thought you were going to bring up the Rams question with Cooper Cup, which uh, it was not Van Jefferson. It was probably the heaviest waiver bid guy of the week in uh, your boy Puka. So nice call there, Josh. Listen, I couldn't get, I couldn't put that for the ugly because that was pretty damn good of me. And I actually, I put, I put that in the junkies chat as well. 
someone I said Puka season once Cup went on IR. Somebody said Tyler Higby season. I said it wasn't even Tyler Higby season, the one season that he was actually good. Ain't never been Tyler Higby season. Ain't never going to be Tyler Higby season. It's Puka season. But that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And before we get into anything else, my man Ventro has been waiting for a while. So I want to bring this up. I want to get you guys' opinion. Uh, so here it is. So he's asking us his main wide receivers are Devonta Smith, Cortland Sutton, and Zay Flowers. His running backs are James Conner and Josh Jacobs. Should he trade for a better wide receiver too? And I asked some clarifying questions uh, so we can give him a little bit more info. This is a uh, full PPR, 14-man league. He's starting two running backs, and he's starting two receivers with a flex. So, Bill, why don't you hit us up first? What do you think about this? Should he be trading for a better wide receiver, too, right now? Uh, I mean, you should always be trading for a better wide receiver, too, in my opinion. Just keep keep adding wide receivers. Uh, keep upgrading wide receivers. Uh, worry about running backs, you know, when you're a contender, to be honest. Uh, so, sure, I'm totally down with that. Uh, Flowers is promising. I mean, he had a pretty low A dot, so like that's not, you know, super uh, promising. Even though he had what eight or nine targets. Uh, I mean, it's promising, but I'm not necessarily sure he's, like, going to be a consistent guy. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy if I have him on my team, let's be clear. But, like, he's not going to be a championship wide receiver, too, I don't think, this season. Um, uh, I don't know if you're getting too much for Sutton, to be honest. I have I have Sutton on a few of my trade baits, and there's, like, zero people interested um, I've thrown out some offers. They immediately get rejected. Um, so I think you're, unless you have some depth somewhere, I'm not really sure what you're going to do. I mean, you have to kind of, is this a redraft or is this a dynasty also? Um, no, I, did, I didn't ask that. I I went with the assumption that it was dynasty, but that yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm assuming with a four, being yeah. a 14 teamer. Um, so, I mean, does your team doesn't look like a championship contender based on what I see here, you know? So like maybe, maybe I'm, I'm moving, uh, Jacobs for, uh, you know, for something, or maybe who is the other running back? Connor. James Connor. Connor. Yeah. You're not going to get much for him. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what I do there to be honest. Um, what was the first wide receiver? Devonta Smith. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if I'm this happy is with Smith, like, I, I just don't know what else you can do. Like, um, just based on what we see here, like Sutton, you're not moving flowers. You could move for like, probably, uh, I bet you could move him for a pretty good, like older wide receiver to mm -hmm. help you out. Um, if you feel like you're a contender, um, right. You know, without seeing the rest of your team, it's hard to say, but, um, yeah, I'm always if it's dynasty, I'm always trying to keep building my wide receiver room. Like that's the um I, I just feel that's how where I found my most success is like just making sure I'm 
my flexes and my wide receivers are all, all covered. And then I worry about running back when I have to worry about it. So, um, that's all I got. I really don't know what else to say, to be honest. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about this one, Drew? I mean, the philosophical answer is yes. You should always be looking to, to trade and improve somewhere. And, you know, I think if, if you have an opportunity, if, you know, my goal would be, can you make Devonta Smith, your wide receiver too, somehow with uh, between Sutton and you have 14 team league, depending on what you're trying to start there, what you need for depth. Um, yeah. I think Sutton and, and flowers could be an interesting combination. If somebody needs maybe a little bit of depth at wide receiver, maybe they're loaded everywhere else and they're willing to give up, uh, you know, uh, like Bill said, an older guy that might actually be able to put you over the top a little bit more. But um, yeah, the, the short answer is yes. You should always be looking to, to trade pieces out to get, you know, a, a consolidate to a stronger single piece. Yeah. I mean, my thing is if this is, if this is dynasty, which we're making the assumption that it is, I'm just staying pat right now. And the reason why is that Zay Flowers, I kind of liked what I saw from a, um, target share perspective, Bill's right. A dot, not the prettiest thing you're ever going to see, but I kind of want to see, I want to give it another week. I want Andrews to come back and see if that's still a thing. Like if it ain't a thing, all right, maybe you lost that very small window that you had, but maybe they finally got it right after years and years and years of taking first round wide receivers maybe they found the one um so yeah and honestly i mean i don't want to be the bearer of bad news here but obviously not knowing the rest of the roster just kind of with the information we have i don't know especially if this is dynasty i don't know if you're a contender with what you have currently now if Zayvon Flowers becomes that dude and you got Devonta Smith, all right, you got a nice one-two combo there. I think James Conner and Josh Jacobs can be serviceable. Uh, but, you know, I don't know about contendership status. So maybe you should kind of just sit tight for a little bit and see if maybe, you know, I'm trying to think, are there are there wide receivers that you can maybe pick up on the cheap right now? Because they uh, they didn't flash week one. I, I think T. Higgins was met, mentioned earlier. But who's Maybe trading you, them on the discount? You know, you never know. You see these trades on the X, and you're like, who are these people? They exist somewhere. They're out in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you threw your you hopefully you threw your fab at Puka and Kendrick Bourne. And Listen, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Puka Puka ain't alive in any of the leagues I'm in. Either somebody got him or I got him. That that's just the facts. Puka was never on the waiver wire. You got him where? You got him in the uh, the classiest. If you're wondering, I thought. Oh, you but you drafted him, right? You didn't pick him up. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I oh, he's yeah. been rostered since since May. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he wasn't on a waiver wire anywhere uh, where I missed it. Um. All right. Here's here's one from our boy Plus. Pass kick. And before I read this question, Drew, I have a confession. Mr. Puff, 
pass kick, hit me up, DM'd me on the X about third quarter, maybe a few minutes, halfway through the third quarter. He said, hey, um, don't tell Drew this, but I think the Jets are going to win this one. I think I think they got that dub in the bag. And I, I personally thought, I don't know about that. Zach Wilson's out there looking like only Zach Wilson could look. But I didn't say nothing to him because I hate putting things in writing because they could easily come back to bite me. Mm-hmm. I just put it on video so it can bite me more. Mm-hmm. But he was right. He 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 should have he should have bet that line at the time and made himself some cashish. But I, I just wanted to tell you that. So Mr. Puff Pass Kick, he had faith in the JETS 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 in that game. So let's get to his question. If Aaron Rodgers only made it through four snaps against Buffalo, how many snaps is Zach Wilson gonna make it <laughs> through against Dallas this week? Um that's funny. Uh, I, I do believe he will make it through the whole game. Um, I mean, their offensive line is sus. Like, it's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers was hit all four, uh, all four <laughs> snaps he played in the game. You know, like, I mean, there there was concerns about that offensive line during uh, training camp. You know, so it's like, I mean, I noticed they didn't really highlight anybody on the O line in hard knocks. <laughs> Right. Uh, they they um that was for, that was for a reason. That was for a reason. But and here's the crazy thing and I'm just making this comparison real quick. It, it's funny because we talked about Justin Fields earlier and they've done nothing to uh, like along the offensive line to help them out like they, they and the Jets have like put real assets into that offensive line. And obviously, I, I feel that the Jets' offensive line is better than the, the uh, Bears' offensive line. But to put as much as they have into that offensive line and still kind of, like you said, Bill, be suspicious, like, but, yeah, it might be it might be rough for Mr. Wilson. And, and the crazy part about this is, you know, just talking in real football terms, even let, let's just say the defensive line has an average game. They still have Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore covering your guys up. So it's not even like you're like, well, if we could kind of make this defensive line and these linebackers average, well, we could throw a little bit. Their quarterbacks are, are sus. It's like, no, like, you know, they have – corners they play like five safeties at a time it's like ridiculous the amount i mean deron bland who's a safety actually had that interception after uh malik hooker just smoked i don't even remember who that wide receiver was but he may actually be in the ground right now because he's i think it was saquon guy. right on that swing pass or that short uh, pass? i think it was smoke yeah um so yeah, I will say right. a twenty-four-year-old body holds up differently than a thirty-nine-year-old body does. So I'll, I'll right. give Zach that much. Okay, Drew, do you think at twenty-four, best shape of your life, probably got the guns out? You think uh, you think Mister Michael Parsons hits you about three times and you're not going to the home? Because I know I am. I I was in the best shape in my life at twenty-four. 
Michael Parsons is a different dude. <laughs> and his speed to power is insane. Like, I don't even know how a guy that fast can be that strong at the same time, but he somehow does it. And if they decide to double him, you know, you start going into, you know, all the other guys. Yeah, I think it's going to be a rough night for Zach yeah. Wilson. And here's a good thing. Hey, if you're tanking in a super flex, throw Zach Wilson in there. Put the lamb on yeah. your own team. Just be like, hey. Why not? Like this guy's gonna give up a couple. I, th- I think this guy's gonna <laughs> he's gonna throw a couple in the air for for those corners to come back down with. So, yeah, it, I mean, I think he makes it through the whole game, but you know, he and uh, he and Danny Dimes share a building, so maybe, maybe. Are you are you calling another shutout, Josh, for that defense? Nah, I, I, listen, I wouldn't have even called the first shutout, so I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Brees okay. Hall. Brees Hall okay. look, look nice. Like we could say all this all the stuff we want about the Jets offense, but Brees Hall looks nice. And in that first series of, of the game against the Giants, we saw Saquon, you know, pull smoke on the Dallas defense. So if they can co- somehow keep it to a point where they can run the ball for an extended period of time, that could be problematic. But you know. Uh, okay. If we get if we give up points, it's going to be because Brees Hall did his thing, not because Zach Wilson was out there looking like Aaron Rodgers. I'll put it that All way. All right. Um, what do we got next? Let's move to the next one here from Fantasy 101. Tyler Algier and Amari Cooper for Cooper Cup. He's got Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and Amon Ross St. Brown as his wide receivers. The goal is to trade Cup again for a good wide receiver. So I'll start with this one. I don't know what your running backs look like. Well, he, he the the end of that was supposed to say running back. He corrected it in a future. Program. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying I don't know what his running backs look like because he mentioned that Tyler Algier is a part of this trade. So I don't know what else he has going on on his team running back wise. Um, but – I mean, I don't I'm worried about Cooper Cup. Like, I'm worried. I mean, he can't he came into the league as an older rookie. Um, I don't know if he's 30 yet, but he might be close. And I mean he's been getting banged up, you know. So I'm worried about the second trade that he's kind of trying to loop in, you know. Will Cooper Cup get back to Cooper Cup status? You know, that like top three fantasy guy, you know, top five oh. fantasy guy who keeps nodding his head. So I'm just going to keep coming up with numbers. Top 10 fantasy guy. Uh, y'all like that That'd one? Be, top 15 nice. fantasy guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think like, what's, what is the, what running back would you need to get back one for one? to move Cooper Cup right now if he's on your team. Let's say you're a contender, contender and you thought that Cup was going to help you lock up your league this year. How how low are you willing to go on running back with Cup on the IR right now? And then based on what you're thinking, Josh, age, wear and tear, history, if you believe in that. Um, are you doing Miles Sanders? It'd be pretty close. 
I mean, that's got to be right in that range, right? I mean, yeah. I I think that's a fair trade. I'm just wondering, and, and we do this to ourselves sometimes. We have a guy like we trade for a guy like a Cooper Cup who we know is hurt, but in our heads, we're kind of like, "There you go." Here's one. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I like that's a smash. I'm not, you know me. I like to throw, hey, can you throw third on that? You know, I, I like to be the guy that gets, you know, one more percent out of every trade. But that's a smash. But that's couldn't like, you I'm just a, get oh. couldn't you just get Javante for Amari and Algier if you wanted to? Perhaps. So like why, yeah, why go through the true. risk of adding a player to yep. like that. flip it for another player. Like I would be doing everything I could to not have to do that step because that's just an added step of risk on your end, you know? Like what if news comes he, out next week that he's going to be on IR for, until December? You know, yeah. like that that's that's yes. the concern, right? And yes. and then all of a sudden now you have a, a something that you could probably trade Algier for <laughs> directly, you know? And yeah. you lost a yeah, my, my question is is separate from what he was offered there. So, yeah, so you're saying you would take that trade then, Bill. You would take Algier and Amari Cooper and get Cup, Cup off your roster. No, I believe that what he's saying is he's trading. He wants to trade Algier and Amari right. to acquire Cup yep. and then to turn Cup into uh, a running gotcha. back. Yep. Um, and so that's why I don't really want to add – Gotcha. Cup to just flip cup for a running back. Like and, that makes sense. Yes. And we, we talked about this last week when, when Drew was going through a trade that he had and he, he was talking about the the need for a running back. And obviously the two answers I gave at the time didn't didn't pan out that well for fantasy. But I, I brought up names like David Montgomery, you know. Who had a lot of who got got a lot of run, but didn't you know? I think it was like three point five or three point eight yards to carry. And, and Antonio Gibson, who was non-existent in the game, but I think there were guys at that level. If you're just talking about, I need a running back that you can kind of get on the cheap and, like Bill said, not expose yourself to the risk of cup because, like Bill said, like what if you know week three of this current IR stint, they go, well, he's not coming back till November. He's not or week four, they go, God, this is really bad. We're shutting down for yeah, he's going to surgery. Uh yeah. Because I mean the Rams won a game, which a lot of people I think considered an upset. But like their next game against their next game is against the Niners. Like we're happy about the Rams right now, but if the Rams are like one in three and Cup is supposed to come back, but Cup is not looking great. They may just go, listen, we're we're tanking for Caleb. <laughs> like and, and just shut him down for like anything can happen. So I agree with you. That that's a lot of risk. And um uh, yeah, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to do it personally. Yeah, I, I agree with Bill. Cut out the middleman. You don't want Cup in, in the process. So yeah, if you I mean, can get especially with that wide receiver room, right? Like you don't even need yeah. to add him because it's almost like you're it's a redundancy you don't need. 
Like if you were just adding cup because your wide receiver room sucks, I get it. Like that'd be a, something I would consider doing. If you're just like, this is going to be my home run swing and I hope I connect. Like I get yeah. it. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be what you're trying to do. So I just think you're making it more complicated than you need to. Yeah. 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 I mean, now if you agreed, it, it would be different if the name was like, and I'm bringing this name up for a reason, like Garrett Wilson, where you go, maybe the stock is a little bit down right now because of Zach Wilson being the quarterback, but you're like, oh, I'll trade for this guy and then keep him for a little bit and try to trade him for like an elite running back. Okay. Like I get a situation like that, but I agree with you guys. It's, it's too much. Just go get the guy, you know? And yeah, like Brian Robinson, go get Brian Robinson. What's that cost you? Like, you know, Amari yeah, Cooper. I don't even think it costs you that personally. I mean, Brian and Robinson you have I mean, and Rock Brian Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Get, you know, give away Amari Cooper, get two, you know. Yeah. Maybe you get Brian Robinson and Jamal Williams or something back. Somebody yeah, who exactly. people assume has a short shelf life. Exactly. So. So just, I mean, kind of on this cup thing, and this was, you know, we had kind of talked about maybe having, I mean, we're way too far into this for this, but we were talking about maybe having quite, we each come up with a question yeah. for us to discuss. Yeah. Like my talking point was like, how are you handling like some of these guys who've gotten hurt? Um, you know, like cup, um, you know, even like Dobbins or Rogers where there's some hope, right? Like that they'll come back, yeah. but they're not, you don't, you have no idea. Right. But mm -hmm like particularly cup. It's like, how do you handle that? Because it's like, like Corey says in the chat, you know, cups lost so much value. It's like, you're going to move them, but what are you going to move them for? And it's like, okay, he's 30 years old right now. Um, turned 30 in June. Like if he's, if it's a four week thing and we're worried about it, like you could get a cup for cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, and he could be a, a league winner for you. Um, but what are you giving to get him then, Bill? Well, that, that's the question, whole... right? Like, how are you hand like if you're a team who's maybe like needs that, like, you know, like that extra oomph to have a yeah. chance at winning? Like, I mean, am I if am I giving up my first? Unlikely, no. you know, like, am if like. Like I'm not moving them on teams that I like are like true, true contenders. Like I'm just right. holding, right? right. Uh, because theoretically, I'm will be a true contender without him. Mm -hmm. um, but those ones where I'm like kind of iffy, like there's one where I have Kelsey, Cup, you know, and it's like right. Derrick Henry, and it's like okay, like this could go bad really quickly, like for this team. Can. Of course it can. And it, so it's like, what do you do? Like, I mean, would I pay sec a second and like Rashad White? Is that like something that could get you cup? Like, maybe, maybe I, that's something I, I do. Like, because I'm not super high on Rashad White. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, that's kind of my more my question than like knowing an answer. You know what I mean? Like, I'd give a couple of thirds if I had them. For and see if that would get. That would be probably oh my, my top. Oh my god! Offer. Okay. I I was I was thinking two seconds if I'm like a real contender and I know those things are going to be at the end of the round. 
Uh, wow. Get- okay. So I'm maybe I'm out of touch. Like, okay, I'm I'm a, I think I'm the yeah, I think I'm on Corey's side here. I think I'd take the cup side because it's just he is such a league winner if he's playing that like I mean it's hard for me to pass on that upside if I if I Yeah. So you and I we're way you and I are really disconnected, Drew. Um Yeah. I'm clo- much yeah, closer I, to Josh. Like I think that that's probably something like a like a maybe a, a player that's worth a second and then a, another second or something like that. Yeah. Or um I wouldn't start there. One of those players would, that's between like a first and second kind of value. Yeah. I wouldn't start there, but I I would I would end there if I was like I might need to start going shopping on some of my better teams to see what would I would you add. give uh like a would you give Desmond Ritter for a cup straight up? I mean it would depend on my situation, but I would like, trade uh, Desmond Ritter for a ham sandwich. I mean probably. Um you you could give me a bag of nickels for Desmond Ritter. I mean I'm I'm, I'm a little higher than Josh on him, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I need like third, a, a foot long or something, you know? <laughs> one, one thing about all of us is that we're always honest with people. We, are, we don't sugarcoat it. Uh, none of us do. And that's what I love about all of us is that we don't sugarcoat it. Ham but, is the worst meat, Corey. Yeah. Um, Listen, and I'm is still it even thinking, a real meat? Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I know. You think about spam? Spam, spam is not real. Spam is listen. Disgusting. You could give me a spam sandwich for Desmond well, Ritter, and I'm taking it. This is this is interesting here. Coming back from to Corey here. Uh, so between the big three injuries here, Dobbins, Cup, and Rogers, who do you think has the best chance of coming back and making a fantasy impact in the next season? Oh, Cup, no question in my mind, by a I mile. Think, I think I think a Rod, to be honest. I. I think that's so hard. The only person that has a chance this year is Cup, right? This year, this year, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Right, yeah, like in the next year. Like if you're just trying to stash somebody, Cup's athleticism isn't based on any. Like it's not. That's not the basis of his success, right? Like, I mean, so I feel like he's gonna weather. He's gonna age well. Uh, I think Dobbins is by far the least likely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I agree, Rogers, but you have to also believe that Rogers is coming back. Right. I, I, think, right. I think he is. Correct, but like there's but, a lot, there's more right. concern there than Cup right. coming back, right? Like absolutely. Right. So like I think that for me it's very much Cup and then Rogers, like I bet you could probably get Rogers at a decent price right now. You know, like <laughs> if you're a if you're a team that needs like is like for example, us in uh, timeline OG, like that's a good. We got some force. You know that's a a good potential like team where we have we have basically our team is, is uh, the best team in that league. Burrow and then Garoppolo is our number two, and then we really Make have nothing offer. behind. Like Levis is like our you know yeah. our hope behind that, and so. Like Rogers would be like a cheap roll the dice. Yeah. Maybe he helps us next year, you know. Yeah. And and we're not chasing. So like that's something that like in those situations, I feel like that's pretty good 
thing to do. Maybe Rogers is the target just based on price. Cause like, what are you, what are you going to pay for him? I mean, I got to we'll take a second for him, right? Price just went up. I mean, for, well, cause you're I'm not giving you a second. In general, like what's <laughs> yeah. the going rate? Has there been any trades yeah. today? We'd have to, uh, let me look real quick. I'll, I'm, pull it, I'm actually on the page right now. While right, you're on the page, let, let's rapid fire this funny question here. Okay. Do you believe Salo when he says Zach is our QB? Yes, because that's yes. the only QB they got on the roster. So, yeah, <laughs> he, he believes yes. it. If he has somebody else, not so much. But that Well, he, he just forgot to finish it at the moment. Right. right. I mean, but the, he, Zach, we said this before. Zach Wilson's the guy. Now, it may not be a good guy, but nobody's coming off the street, learning the offense, getting in shape, and then, like, giving you any better of a chance than Zach Wilson. So, I only see Rodgers and Shark for Taysom Hill, uh, a fourth rounder, and an unknown asset. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what that is. And maybe it's a defensive player, or maybe, maybe. it's a. But yeah, like, I mean, honestly, I'll throw I'll throw three out there to see if anybody bites. But like, if you're a contender, are you gonna pay a a, a two? Nah, because it's like two ten. Drews, I mean, don't you think that's kind of where market will fall, Drew? Or for Rogers this year? Yeah, yeah, I, I think there would be some people that would. Yeah, um, would definitely think a third look at is more that. likely. The, the 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 curve here will be interesting to watch to see. I think now you're going to get a lot of people that uh, are probably thinking he's going to retire. Or there's a better chance that he doesn't come back, so they're going to take what they can. And then depending on if we get a progress report in six weeks, eight weeks, you know, if he comes out and commits or is at least you know kind of lukewarm to what next year looks like, um, I, I think I struggle with the commitment. I, if he was in if he was in Green Bay and got this injury, I think he's done. I think he he walks away. Mm -hmm says fuck it um now that he's with the jets it seems like he maybe has a little bit of a uh, a refresh in his engagement there so maybe he he tries to come back and do something next year he's got weapons around him right um even his his uh response i don't know how much you want to read into uh, allegedly what he said to garrett wilson right you know sorry kid yeah. i don't know what that what you're supposed to take away from that um but uh but yeah i for me personally i've got him on i think two teams that I can think of right now. One is the OG league where, um, yeah, I mean, if I, if I was able to get something usable now, cause I'd like to think that I, I have a chance to compete this year, I would be entertaining offers that I, I would feel like would help me now. Uh, I've got another team that I also think I'm a contender on. So, um, but I, I'm deep at quarterback in this other league. I've got four other quarterbacks, so I'm not in a rush to move him to get somewhere someone else. So I think OG, you know, objectively, I'm probably a little bit more, more likely to move him there if I thought I could get something that would help me this year. So like, you're talking like a different position that would help your team. So like, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, what would be like, like, so Sutton, Sutton for Aaron Rodgers and a third. Uh, adding a third to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, probably not. I'd rather find something I could do straight up. Gotcha. So if, if I could get somebody's second uh, and I could take like my second and that second and then parlay that into either a, a third QB for this year or. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Maybe. Love it. Love it. I mean, Maybe. you know, it, it's an interesting thought process and or a thought experiment because like I don't really know like what uh, like I, I think so you guys think Rogers of those three you're buying Rogers before you're buying either of the other two. I, I think there is some context you have to take into account there. Um, if you really want something for this year, then you have to go after Cup. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're truly contending this year, you have to go for Cup. If I think people are less concerned about him. I don't know if you're getting him at the price like that you expect, Drew. Because no, uh, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, because I think people are still hoping that after Week Four, we're going to see him back and playing and. Um, maybe that's maybe that's pie in the sky. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely concerns, but like you can play with that nerve issue. Um, you know, like Darren Waller's doing it. So like, um, would you guys trade your Jamison Williams to get Cooper, Cooper Cup on your OG team? See that that's something that's like interesting mm-hmm. um, to me. I mean, that's something mm-hmm. like I would consider because I have like a lot of Jamison, and it would at least let me. Um, it'd be, that would be, I don't, I don't necessarily know that I would do it in that league just because I think we're pretty good at wide receiver. So it's cups, right. not somebody you I'm are. to add. Um, so I would rather just roll the risk of the young guy versus the risk of the old guy. Right. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe Josh has a different opinion. I, I, that's, that's my only Jameson Williams. And I would still be. You know that would at least get like get my attention. I'd be like, oh, okay, like this is a trade I can see myself doing. I mean, that's like, a that's, a, that's a, a trade that makes a lot of sense in a lot of instances, like, right? Yeah, and like you said, we're pretty stacked at wide receiver, so it's not as much of a need for us. But I could at least, you know, every time we get a um, Every time we get a uh, an offer, I always run it by Bill, and usually I, I, I don't always I, run it by Josh. Sometimes I just snap to client. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but usually I'll I'll run it by Bill, and I'll be like, "All right, this trade sucks. You agree, right?" He goes, "Yeah, I agree," and it's like, "Okay, fine. you know, like, you know." But that's a trade where I'd be like, oh, Bill, what are "Those you are mainly about this? Larry's offers." <laughs> yeah, all of Larry's offers, uh, pretty much. This so. is. This is okay. one that I would I would consider in the OG league if somebody wanted to send me. I really couldn't care less about Josh Kelly, but like a Khalil Herbert uh, for an Aaron Rodgers. So again, another running back that I might be able to use this year. That would be something interesting. So two thirds. I think Herbert's more than a third. He is. He is. Well, he for now. I traded. Um, who did I trade? Kelly, I think. For um, was it Kelly? I think so. Kelly for um, Tucker, uh, Sean Tucker, and a, a fourth. Nice. I was like, that's my first Sean Tucker, so I'm like excited to get yeah, him. Like, it's free money. Um, it. Yeah, but it, somebody else, you know, I think Kelly could have a, a decent role this, so this season. And so, so like, I yeah. think that he definitely looks like it looks like Kellen Moore wants to utilize both running backs. You know what I mean? And he, he kind of wants that guy that's a little bit more physical um, to compliment Eckler. Yeah. Take him long uh, enough. And we might, and we might get a large dose depending on uh, 
Eckler status yep. uh, coming into the week. So uh, we got a we got a we got a few questions. So like, let's rapid fire these uh, to get them out. We'll get you know maybe a sentence, two tops. But here's the first one from Puffass Kick again. This is on a more serious note. Are any of you guys panicking about Christian Kirk? No, he's a good player, but he got out targeted by Zay Jones. Let alone Calvin Ridley popping off. Yes, I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm concerned because, but I mean, should we be surprised like that he's not getting the usage because he is the slot, right? So anytime they're in, um, you know, two. where they only have a two man, a wide receiver set, I mean, it's Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. I mean, that's who plays those positions. So um, they're going to be out there for the most part. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if we're going to see that all the time, but like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit more uh, hit or miss with him than it was last year. Um, but I got to think that this offense is going to be pretty, pretty solid. So like, yeah. I'm still happy to have him on my team. I'm just not necessarily sure I want him to be a starter on my team. Yeah. You know, like if he's one of my like uh, week, yeah, bye week replacement or yeah. even a flex, you know, like if he's a flex, I can live with it, you know, but I don't necessarily know. I want him as like one of my top three wide receivers. Drew, Drew, before you give your answer, I love how Bill just disregarded all the rules for lightning round and just did his thing. I'm sorry. Shout out. Shout God out. damn it. I don't even listen. Shout out to Bill. All right. All right. Drew, I don't read. You don't listen. This is why we're perfect together. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly thought I would maybe get a little bit more out of him, but again, there's also this part that it's only week one, right? It's only week one. We talked about earlier. This feels like almost like week four of preseason. So there are some things that are probably still getting figured out. Um, I, concerned is probably a bit of a strong word, but I, I'm definitely monitoring what's going on there. And Drew also just disrespectful. <laughs> lightning round rules. Right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do like a one word answer. No. I didn't <laughs> breathe. That, that's one sentence, Josh. I didn't breathe. I don't think you know what a sentence is. Then, if you think it just can be said in one breath. Uh, from run on sentence, Damir Akers, Cam Akers, Odell Beckham, or Chuba Hubbard as his second flex full PPR. Uh, this is gross, but I guess Odell Beckham, yeah, it's between Odell or Hubbard for me at this point. Agree with Drew, lean Odell. Perfect, there we go. Back to back to the Rodgers talk. Trey Lance or Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers. 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 Three for three. Let's go. Lightning McQueen. Should I do Cortland Sutton and Kyron Williams for DeAndre Swift and Darren Waller? Current tight end is Fryermuth. He has depth at both wide receiver and running back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I actually think Kyron Williams might doesn't matter have, if it's premium or not. Yeah, I think Kyron Williams might have one of those seasons where random running back has a great season, but it's still Waller. All right, fellas, we did it. Week one in the books. It is officially closed because tomorrow week two starts. Uh, Want to start off by thanking you fine fellows for being here, having a lot of fun talking like we always talk just as friends talking fantasy and 
most importantly, thank you to the chat. Chat was lit. Oh, it's, just, it's so much fun when there's a bunch of people in the chat just talking. I agree. Giving us questions. Oh, yes. Shooting thank from you, the everyone. hip. Um, Corey, don't worry. Um, I know your trade is in the box. We're going to, you know, in our private session, we're going to talk through that trade and we will give you an answer. Uh, so, I mean, we can uh, take like six or seven minutes here, Josh. We, we can round up to an hour and a half. We're already there. Right. We'll, we'll round uh, it up Bill to had, an hour and a half. Bill so, had something he wanted to talk through as well. Uh, I think he, oh, had, okay. he had an interesting offer in the inbox as well. So let's let's why, let's run through these real quick. Start then, because we know what we two of us know what that trade is. I think only one of us know what Bill's trade is. So yeah. The so I had I'm in a, a it's a twelve team start twelve. Okay. Um, Love it. And so you have to start three running backs. You have to start four wide receivers, oh, and then okay. there's two flex. So yep. um, it was a startup this offseason. I have Cup, Kelsey, uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, my quarterbacks good. are Mahomes and Goff. And then okay. I think I have Kyler um, on IR. Oh, very so, nice. So um, it's – one where you play a, an opponent and then you also get a win if you outscore the median, the median of the week. And um, so I'm 0-2 to start. Um, I'm a little nervous because of Cooper Cup. You know, if Derrick Henry blows a tire, you know, if um, – I'm not worried about Kelsey. You know, like, that's fine. I know I'll be able to trade him for value at any point this season as long as he's healthy. Um but I have an offer for uh, Derrick Henry and uh, Goff for Bryce Young. And um, he offered me Juju, which I have zero interest in. I asked him to change it with um, uh, Dubs, and he said no. And now I've asked for a second and a third. Um, okay. And we're kind of like at that point. Um, is that something that you think you would do? So Derrick Henry and Gaff for uh for what I say Bryce Young Bryce Young second and, and third and like a second and a third Not a smash No, it's not a smash, but it's also like it's one of those things where like this team could be incredible, right? Like but because I I mean just the players I rattled off would be yeah. help me compete, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, but like flipping those guys for like an upside young player, um, like for reference, like I got Goff in, at the first pick of the sixth round, and I got Derrick Henry in the first pick of the eighth round. Okay. And he drafted Bryce Young in like the early third round. Third, yeah. And so, like, I'm kind of looking at it that way a little bit. Yeah. Like that, that value is not bad. Um, yeah, and if you get a second on top, even if it's a second alone, uh, no funky rules second. with. Yeah, no funky yeah. rules with the draft picks, right? It's not like one of these where they throw the first in and that second is actually worth more than a second normally is. No, it's a straight second. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I think of Bryce Young at this point. I mean, I know he's going to get some run um, as the number one overall pick. Yeah, I, I I mean, 
I agree, but I also know that rookie quarterbacks are insulated in value. Yes. Yeah. So like this off season, if I don't love it, yeah, there's always going to be hype for him that I can always flip him. And yeah. like Corey says in the chat, like I'll be lucky to get a second and a third um, for Henry next in the off season. I mean, but you know, to be fair, I mean, this is totally talking about, am I ready to tank? Right. You You're know what I mean? Like for this season, a decision and, week one. like this is essentially, and it's tough to make the decision at this moment. Um, and the funny thing is I'm playing the guy that made this offer to me. So like, uh, you know, he, he's looking to get the win guaranteed win versus me, uh, this week, I think. So, uh, um, I, I do think though, cause you kind of said like this team could smash and this team could also need to, you know, and then I'm panicked. Cause then it's like, Oh fuck, there's going to be a monster rebuild happening. Right. But I think you can get at least this deal once you determine the rebuild needs to happen. Like, I think Goff is going to be good this season, maybe even pretty good this season. Yeah, I know uh, Tajay Spears, like, out-snapped Derrick Henry or whatever the stat was. I'm but, less like, worried about that. Um... Right. I think Derrick Henry is still going to be Derrick Henry this year. So I feel like if you get to the point where you're like, nah, this has got to be the rebuild. This is this is the way. I think you can get at least this deal from a contender. I think you can get a, you know, maybe-ish quarterback because we don't know what Bryce Young is yet, a second and a third. You may even be able to get more depending on the contender and the status of their team because, if you know, yeah, so you're really risking, does Bryce Young really inflate value in the next few weeks? Does he show something that would make his value go significantly higher? Well, I'm also uh, risking, does Derrick Henry blow a tire? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not super concerned about Derrick Henry because he, he's delivering more hits than he's taking. So I, I think you can, if it were me, I think I would try to hold out till week four or so and find out what the news with Cup is. Because if he comes back week five and you know you have him in your lineup with Travis Kelsey, with, you know, a continuing healthy Derrick Henry. And like Josh said, I, I believe in Goff as a, I don't know what, top 15 quarterback this year. Top 18 quarterback at the worst. Um, top 15. Top 15. Yeah. So uh, I, I would still want to wait and see a little bit longer before. I, I'd have to be convinced a little bit more strongly that, to give that up this early. So Corey in the chat says something about he's concerned about Tennessee. I agree with that, but also at the same time, like what if he gets traded to yeah. Philly? You know, then all of a sudden I'm trading Derrick Henry for like a first plus. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like that's that's something to consider too is like if if Tennessee ends up being two and Total four shit. in October and they're going to be like, they okay, are. like we're going to trade him to Baltimore or we're going to trade well. him to – uh, yeah, you saw how quick they, they traded AJ Brown. Shit out, last year. You know, yeah. So yeah. I like think you, I think you hold off. Yeah. yeah, I mean there are there's pathways, there's tailwinds to where he's he's worth more. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe think I'm giving, and then I and I'm basically giving up on the season already, and that's that's right. kind of like a, it doesn't feel great. And, yeah, and you should have done that in a draft if it was going to be this early. And yeah. even without even without a trade, like would you be shocked if the next four games Derrick Henry 
averages, you know, 105 yards a game and just about a touchdown. Like we know yeah, I mean, he, he got me 20 it. points this week. And I mean, there's some, yeah. like, I think there's some weird scoring in this league too, but okay. for, there's points for first downs. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so we wouldn't even be shocked if, you know, he just averages over a hundred yards and a touchdown a game for the next four. And then, you know, some contenders like, well, I'll give up my first. It's going to be a late first. Who cares? Trade then they might be good, Corey. They might be good. Oh Start Willis. Yeah. Well, I mean, their defense is adequate, though, and that's the problem for them. They're, I don't yeah. know if they're going to ever – they're going to have to totally tank offensively to, uh, right. to yeah, like, yeah, get a good yeah. pick, you know. All right. But, so, I think, I, think we got, I think we got a good answer there. And we'll we'll hit our trade now. It, Drew and I co-own a team in Junkies 2. Uh, Corey wants to trade us one Jonathan Taylor for our just injured last week, back to practice this week, Mark Andrews. Give you a little bit of context. This is a 14-teamer. This is 1.75 tight end premium, and we are we we're tanking. And we're doing. I think we're doing a pretty good job. I'm actually surprised we were like the third. You say you're tanking. Lowest. We're tanking. Yeah, we 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 we're in it. How we're many teams for Caleb? 14. 14. Okay. And multiple first next year. How many? Uh, how many teams at this point are? Would you say are tanking? There's probably at right Four. now. There's probably two other teams besides us that are tanking. Okay, so you're going to be and is it, it potential points? No, I think this is straight up record. Um, record. Okay. Um. So that's oh, it's a little, not, So I'm pretty. Yeah, sure it's are, it's likely not potential points yeah, then, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I have a personal opinion on it. I'm not. I'm not doing that trade uh, personally. Um, I would rather have the elite tight end than the uh, running back that didn't look incredible last year. Granted, it was a shit show um, and causing problems. May not play this year, or if he does, he's gonna fake like he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're gonna. Uh, franchise him next year to fuck with him, and he's not mm-hmm. going to want to play again. Yeah. And so that's my concern. And yeah. because Ursa is petty enough to just make so, this three years of pain f- for uh, Jonathan yeah. Taylor, and so, and I'm just not a guy who buys up on running backs. So that that's the, that's the at the end of the day, that's my. It's really difficult. Like this weekend, I made a um, a goal to sign Jameer Gibbs or to add two shares of Jameer Gibbs in my leagues. Okay. And when I went to look for trades, I couldn't force myself to make a trade for yeah. him. Yeah. And it's just trading for running high price running backs is just to me. It's always been a losing proposition, and because there's only one way to go. And Drew, we we haven't talked about this um we have not what are your i know i have feelings so what are your feelings about it yeah if it was just for this year 
I think it would be very close because I would actually hope, like Bill said, he he feigns injury and we get zero points from him and he helps us in our rebuild, but it is next year that scares the shit out of me. Right. Uh, or even the year after where we would really hope that we'd be in a place where we'd be contending again. And yeah, you don't get a guy like Mark Andrews, as much as the rookie tight ends did really well this week and showed some really good signs, there is no guarantee that any of them. So even if we got Taylor and Laporta, that would be an interesting, that'd be more interesting for sure. But I don't know that I'd be ready to say that that gives us enough. I would totally to give that. up on, on Mark Andrews. That'd be a smashing stuff for me. So, okay. My, here's, Here's my feelings about rebuilds. I don't like having running backs on them. And this rebuild, this is a weird rebuild for me because we have Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. And we tried during the offseason to trade them. We couldn't get trades done. Well, you got yeah. another offer in the chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, you know, as much as, you know, on rebuilds, yeah, give me the first. Again, Jonathan Taylor is is the sticking point. Like, I don't want him. like he's he's in year four. Technically, he hasn't played none yet, but he's in year four. You know, and whenever they sign him, it's got to be you know or tag him. That's year five, and at that point, it's like okay, if he was a first round pick. This would be the fifth-year option, and then you'd be talking about new contract, and we always know we don't want these running backs on the second contract. You know, all right, yeah, take them on first contract, whatever, do what you got to do, whatever you can out of them. But, you know, so Jonathan Taylor is technically, like, going into a second contract, and I, I don't I don't want it on a rebuild. If we, like if we were contending, you know, obviously totally different story, but. Yeah. Now, I feel like his asking price hasn't dropped to where reality is um, right. for his situation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where we see like uh, cups dropping down to nothing. And I mean, right. really, how many more years does uh, Taylor have over cup? Like one or two, yeah. maybe, you know, like. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's kind of interesting when you look at it that way, like. I just feel like, you know, and I, I get it. Like, if I have Jonathan and Taylor, I'm not going to ask for, you know, I'm going to ask for as much the as moon, I get. Yeah. But Full it's, freight, it's, yeah, it's a start. tough situation because there is still hope, right? There's a lot of hope. Yeah. And, um, and, if he, and if he comes back for 13 games and he's the Jonathan Taylor of two years ago, yeah, like, he's helping you win or you, you're passing that bad – you know, off to somebody else who wants to win. But, yeah, I just don't want – I don't want the potential of, like you said, Jonathan Taylor comes off of IR or, yeah, comes off of IR, plays a couple games, then all of a sudden, oh, I don't feel good. My knee hurts. My leg hurts. My ankle hurts. And he's doing kind of what Lamar did last year where it's like, I know I got a contract coming up and I want to get hit by somebody and risk making a whole boatload of money. And so I'm just going to kind of, you know, maybe milk this thing a little bit, you know, to make sure that my money's right. We can see Jonathan Taylor do the same thing. And that 
I, I don't want to deal with that. So, you know, if you want to do a first for mixing, Corey, come on down. Your your first is probably gonna be late. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Nick Chubb is available too for all of you junkies that are in the uh in the chat. Or no, or did we trade him? Did we trade Chubb? I don't even remember. Let me check. I just know that this I feel like we got rid of him. I I just know this team is so bad that (laughs) that I don't even we did move. We did move Nick Chubb. So we've got Mixon. We've got Tony Pollard. Hey, Tony Pollard Uh, on the block. We got Brian Robinson. Yeah, I I think we're just not in a place with this team where Taylor makes sense for us to take that kind of risk at this point. We're not good enough that if he comes back and plays 10 to 13 games, we can take advantage of it. And the worst case scenario is if if he really drags this thing out and if Ursay is – you know, as petty as, as he can be, then we're just left holding a bag. So, yeah, we'd much rather send Mixon or Pollard, uh, you know, Brian Robinson, get some value for those guys. And we're willing to send those guys, you know, at a, at a fair price there. But, um, you know, Andrews, Andrews is a, a guy that's tough to come by uh, and can help us two years from now if we're really contending then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Corey, um don't hesitate to send us other uh, non-Jonathan Taylor offers, but unfortunately, that's kind of the uh, that's the sticking point for us. It's, an, it's so, a no for me, dog. Yeah, it was a no for me too. Drew and I didn't even talk about it because I kind of felt felt like Drew was going to think the same way, but it was just a fun trade to talk about. Your trade was fun to talk about too, Drew yeah. or uh, Bill. Excuse me. Um, but I think I that I'll note, give you a. Uh... Actually, I'm going to pause you one more time, Josh, since you both are in Superflex Army too. Do you guys see do the trade that I made today with Kyler in it? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what, what do we think there? Ended up giving up Kyler to get uh, our our fan favorite Kirk Cousins back. Who else did I get? I, I don't remember. Yeah, Jerry, Judy, uh, Judy and, Robinson, uh, and Cousins for Kyler. I feel like Brian you, Robinson. Not you B. got Brian. a lot for that. I, I did too. I did too. I felt like that maybe makes up a little bit for my uh, my swift trade last week. Kind of balances out the the universe for me there a bit. So Kyler for Cousins, Brian Robinson, and Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah, that's a really a fourteen good team. In a fourteen team, yeah, that was that was our friend uh, K Mac, who's in multiple leagues with all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. I think that you probably crushed that, to be honest. Um, maybe I'm overstating it. Maybe it's closer than I think. But like, you're you're a contender, and it gives you basically multiple flexes plus a quarterback that can help you. So, yeah. Which my other quarterback in that league right now? My other two are the aforementioned Justin Fields. And Desmond Ritter. So uh, having a steady guy like Kirk Cousins definitely was attractive with uh, Kyler on IR. I mean, and if K-Mac is uh, re- rebuilding, I mean, it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense for him too. Yeah. Um, yep. Because is Brian Robinson really anything long-term? Who knows? Probably not. Judy could end up being um, Cam Sutton, or Cortland Sutton next year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. which is the irony is I've got both Sutton and Judy now, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You, you hedge, you hedge your bet. Yeah, I, uh, 
Um, I'm using the Bill philosophy, the Bill quarterback philosophy of, hey, um, you don't need quarterbacks to win. <laughs> uh, I'm, ro- I'm rolling with Danny Jones right now and uh, and beat uh, – And you're in first place in the league, right? Top well, four, either, you know, I won't say nothing. I wasn't going to say all that. I was just going to say I beat the defending champ. All, all right, right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it I'm up. I'm first, too. So, you you're know. the one I brought it up. Jesus, Drew. I, you did bring it up. You wanted to flex. I mean, now oh. we're going to have 15 minutes of Josh like uh, talking about how great his team is. I tried to get out of here twice, and Drew just drew me back in. Drew's a little chatterbox tonight, man. Jeez. We could have avoided all of this. Yeah, I see that. Sponsored by. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. Um, so on that note, I think for real this time we're out of here. Thank you for everybody. Uh, we got one more question. We got yes. one question. Yes, big man. I like that. I think he's talking about me. But um, would you trade Sutton, James Conner, and Devon A. Chain? For Ramondre Stevenson and Mr. Pickens, uh, yeah, yeah, I would do that. That that's a yes. Um, Ramondre I those three for Stevenson. Yeah, Ramondre hit a little bit of a wall with that Philly defense, but he's not going to be. He was also sick. He's like, not going to be playing a flu against. Game. Yeah, he's not going to be playing against defenses like that every week. So. Um, yeah, do that. Um, Devon A. Chain is whatever. James Conner could be interesting because I think he's the uh, the main offensive weapon for a bad Arizona Cardinals team. And Cortland Sutton is, yeah, he's a guy. He's out there in the league. So on that note, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, you guys. Thank you to the chat. You guys were awesome. And we're out of here. Late.